Quartet for Two, a light-hearted classical music podcast pitting composers from across the ages against each other for no other reason than talking about music in a silly and opinionated way. I'm Arthur Keegan. And I'm David Fay. We've got a deck of cards. Each card is a different composer, and we'll draw them against each other, deciding on any basis we like who goes through to the next round and ultimately wins the game. We're indebted to Margit van der Zwan, whose card game Quartet inspired this idea. Things up a bit with the packs. So yes. we've got 30 cards, eight of which are taken from the extension pack, 22 are taken from the good maths. Good maths. Uh, are taken from the original thing. So that's 14 cards missing from the original thing. Yep. So that could well be Bach, Beethoven, Mozart, Haydn. We can but hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's going to be hopefully, well, there will be eight new faces to the game. Okay, home advantage, you're down. Yeah, let's go. Papa Hayden. Papa Hayden's out straight, straight away. Versus. Oh, oh, new player to the game. Jean Baptiste Lully, member of the Frenchies. Category? Category. Yeah. 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 Um, he in, has big in, hair. In the extension pack. Yeah. Extremely big hair. Uh, I think probably in terms of versus Franz Josef Haydn, I think there's there's only two things that would stand in his <laughs> favour. One is his big hair. One is his big hair. And the let's other save is the other big, one. Yeah, yeah. We'll save yeah, the other one because there might be a time. His manner of death. Let's just yeah. put it that way. And we'll we'll um, seize that because it's an exciting story. But I think when he's got a more interesting matchup. Yeah, yeah. When we'll he's bring... not getting absolutely. Rinsed by Papa the Papa. <laughs> the Papa. The Papa. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, next to go. Leonard Bernstein, Leonard another Bernstein. new. He's in the 20th Bernstein century. Category? Or is it Bernstein? I think I've heard of people say it both ways, but I think yeah. I say Bernstein. Okay, well, that's good because it's the opposite from what you just said. Good, perfect. Good. Bernstein, I say Bernstein as well. So, Bernstein, Lenny, and. Lutchins. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Lutchins. OK, so again, um, we've, we talked about Elizabeth Lutchins plenty last week, mm-hmm. which was actually yesterday. Lenny, I think Lenny's going to win. Definitely. So uh, he has um, a very fantastic career as a conductor as well, and you do an absolutely spiffing impression of him. Um, <laughs> well, he's a funny I've guy. dropped all my cards. <laughs> That's um, not ideal. No, he's a great guy, Um there's, well, I mean, not say great guy, I don't know him. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think there's some orchestra members who would disagree about how much of a great guy he was. But he's got West Side Story in the bank, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, I, I, let's be honest. He, he beats Elizabeth Lutchins because we hate her music. <laughs> I need to listen to more. What we know of it. Yeah, I need to listen to a lot more. She's got some interesting cowpat-related, green <laughs> nail polish-related... Amazing house in Hampstead related stories, but end of the day, that that her stylistically she'll always struggle with me. I think. Yeah, I I, I agree, and it's funny because you write music that's really hard to listen to as well. <laughs> Obviously, are we going to talk about today? 
sorry. Um, we can talk about today. Dave came along to a workshop that I had with the Philharmonia working on a new piece. Thank you. Thank for, you for being here, man. It was really nice. Yeah, it's really cool. And I got to have a nice little coffee in Lambeth North Costa as well, yeah. which uh, could be worse. <laughs> it couldn't be much worse. No, no, well, it was all right. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it was fine. You know, a little chef in the 19... 19- <laughs> Late 1990s. Oh, now you're talking my jam. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's the treat you know, of 1994. Little chefs. It's gone. They just went in. Do you remember they tried to do that Heston Blumenthal thing? No, I don't remember that. I Heston Blumenthal took over one restaurant and made it like he had the same menu but made it really fancy. Wow. Yeah, I don't think it worked. No. Well. Now it's just Marks and Spencers and mm. drive through Starbucks, isn't it? Well, don't get me started about service stations because that is how I got a commission for Ligeti Quartet. He's <laughs> talking about service stations, we'll, but that we'll, is a we'll story for another yeah, time. Yeah, right. Let's uh, let's have a let's have a card. It's yep. me to draw. Smythe. Ethel Smythe. Ethel Smythe. Okay. Johan Pachelbel. I think you all know his theme tune. It's... (laughs) Yeah, that one. Uh, Cellists of the world, unite. Um, Ethel Smythe. You possibly don't know her theme tune. She's got several, but we have picked the March of the Women, which is probably her most influential yeah, work, considering influential. it was the anthem for the suffragette movement. Everyone would have known it at that time. We talked a lot about Ethel last night, which is the previous episode of the podcast, and the the one before. I think because she's just such an interesting yeah. person. Yeah. I do want to listen. I think some listening for us would be a string quartet, because mm-hmm. we've talked a little bit about her... March of the Suffragettes. We talked a little bit about, about her opera, which we need to listen to, but yeah. her string quartet is the next listing. Just Let's get on the playlist. I, I saw it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bell loses to Ethel. Yes! Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I was worried, like, I want that to happen. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, I think Bell probably is a little bit of a joke card. <laughs> it's hard to put him through. I don't know who he's beating particularly, mm. but I'm, I'm, and I'm excited to put Ethel Smythe through those yeah, music yeah, yeah. habits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. So, uh, my down. It's Delia Derbyshire, Coventry, Coventry, <laughs> Derby County. <laughs> oh, um, great reference. Uh, poor Who we got? Delia Derbyshire, because she's got. Gustav Mahler takes it. Yeah, without much discussion required. Mm-hmm. Um, They've both got very good idents. Dili Darbyshire's I quite enjoyed. The, oh, I love, yeah, the that, that matching. It's, it's so fun, so fun. Made purely, it's just you kind of weird to think how, how groundbreaking that music yeah. was. It's one of the exciting things about electronic music. I remember saying, I haven't said this for years. It's nice to bring it back up. Good, yeah. Um, it's good you remember you have said it. <laughs> I remembered an opinion. It used to be a catchphrase of mine. <laughs> um, when I used to work in electronic music, one of the things that really excited me is that it's, we're still totally at the vanguard. So mm. it's only just now that the first composers are dying, really. Oh, yeah. So it's basically the, the start of an entire tradition. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
I mean, it's it's a slight exaggeration to say just now, but in the it's only in the last thirty years that the the first generation of electronic composers started to die. Mm, Think about that in mm. the terms of like history of music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah amazing. That is me. that that is pretty exciting, and you know, uh, it, it it spawns um, music that people listen to, as well <laughs> as the ones that people don't. Anyway, uh, Marla has it. So uh, Peritan is part of the extension packs. So is a new player to the game. Yeah. Welcome Peritan. Yeah, welcome Peritan. He's against. <laughs> Cassia. Two single single name composers. Yeah. I mean that's they're pretty, pretty rare. Yeah, they've got pretty they've got points for that. You're just known by one name. I think we do know Periton's first name. Is it Leonin? No, that's his colleague at, oh, uh, yeah, at Notre Dame. So just in case people don't know who Periton is, mm. um, Cassia, we talked about a, a, a bit last week. Ninth century Byzantine hymns. But Periton was... Um, an inno- he's in the innovators category because he was one of the um, clerics at uh, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris mm-hmm. uh, who essentially sort of um, invented two-part music so Mm -hmm. up until then at least kind of choral music had all been monodic so so single line chant Mm -hmm. and And, and there had been music presumably in taverns and pubs that was yeah i mean it must have been it must have been because you know if you're singing with a with a lyre you're not just doing you're not just plucking the melody on the lyre yeah yeah yeah, you're doing chords or whatever but the codification of making that kind of music Especially through the medium of notation, yeah, that yeah. you can pass around yeah. and gets played the same by someone else. That's that's Periton's big kind of. So should we part of that influence? Should we try and do um, a little example of organum? All uh, right, we we'll just do one phrase. So we could do um, D S E A. Okay, and you, so you you start D- on that note. Okay, okay, you start on that note. D. D- and then I'll do fifth, so D, D... No, 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 don't... Hang on, I've got to work out my notes. D, 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 S, C, H. That was good. I cannot believe that came out that well. That sounded like Organa. It did. Anyway, that's Perisane. it sounds cool. Especially if we're in Notre Dame Cathedral. That's the other thing. Perisane is working in a time when cathedrals, uh, especially Notre Dame, are starting to invest in music and the architecture is influencing the music. I'd like to put Peritan through. Peritan wins. Yes. (laughs) Okay, it's me. He loves (laughs) Peritan. It's... Hector Bellios. Hector Bellios. Oh, another new one, another innovator. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Antonin Dvorak. Now, finally, I think Dvorak's in a, in a battle that he can win. Sorry, I did the slapping thing. <laughs> slapping my thighs in anticipation. You're just so excited like a pantomime. <laughs> orchestral battle. Now, Hector Bellios... Innovators category definitely a, a great innovator. Yep, a little um, bit of a Gary Flickcroft as well. He is a bit Gary Flickcroft, but he's got the he's got the um, kind of rough mm. to to kind of take him <laughs> a little bit. Um, whereas uh, Dvorak's obviously got this horrific dangly moustache. <laughs> um, 
I've got to say Dvorak because, you yes, know please. what? I don't really like Berlioz's music. You know, whisper it. <laughs> it's not a particular genre of music that I especially like. <laughs> don't tell anyone. But Dvorak's music's amazing. I've got exciting memories of Vorjak. When I was probably 17, no, 18, yeah. I was driving around in a van, yeah. beating up old van. I, I would put van. the Slavonic dancers on, oh, very, yes. very loud. Yes. And people must have thought that was a lunatic driving down the road. Very, very loud, very bombastic uh, orchestral music out of a tiny, weird, beaten up van. I'm sure many people have thought that... <laughs> had similar thoughts about you at various stages in your life, including myself, when we first cemented our friendship. This is a story for another day. Dvorak wins. Well done, Dvorak. Yes, finally uh, through. I think it's He's me. He's had a really tough run. He has, actually, yeah. I'm pleased to see him through. OK, Antonio Vivaldi. Antonio Vivaldi. <sighs> Sergei Prokofiev. No, no Sergei Rachmaninoff. You've Sergei. done what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the other <laughs> Sergei. Um, okay. Right. Uh, so, um, Vivaldi. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think if, so. if Benjamin Britten beat, <laughs> uh, beat Rachmaninoff last go, then yeah. Vivaldi is having it. Uh, my, my turn. Frédéric Chopin. Chopin, lovely. Ah, OK, Another new players of the game. Another extension pack. And it's Franz Schubert. Yeah. It's got to be Franz Schubert over Chopin, doesn't it? What are we going to have for Schubert? I think it's got to be um, one of the songs. I think it's got to be one of the songs. On the metric of... What's his most famous piece? Tramp Quintet? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. But the songs would be great. Well, we could have the song version of the Trout. That's, that's a song, Di Forella. Right. That he based his ah. theme and variations movement for his quintet, which is now known as the Trout Quintet. Mm. We could have that, but I'd... Well, maybe we'll have the song, because that's a nice thing. Anyway, anyway Schubert. Yeah, there's some amazing music there that we can Chopin pick for the... Uh, for the yeah. I'm saying Ident, but I don't like that term. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the signature. Signature. Nice. <laughs> OK, Charlie Parker. Blah, 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 blah. Spiky. Charlie Perker versus Sophia Gubaidulina. Another new player to the game. Yeah, these these extension packs are ripping it up, man. They are, it's, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Now, I really like Gubaidulina's music. Some of it is um, quite difficult, uh, almost as difficult as bebop, some might say. <laughs> um, well, I think we could safely say that bebop, despite its kind of, perhaps because of its haze of kind of alcoholism and drug drug abuse uh, is more fun than Gabardellini's music. Yeah, uh, Gabardellini's music is not fun. 
No. <laughs> there's, a, there's a weight of, like, dourness to it. <laughs> I remember when we went to see her, it was her 80th yes. birthday year, so I don't know, that probably was 10 years ago now. God, yeah. Um, there was a concert at Purcell Room, and um, I asked her a question about whether her... Because um, she's been very kind of influenced by... Uh, Christian Christianity and mm-hmm. Buddhism as well. No, I didn't know, know about the Buddhism. No, no. I, I mean, there's loads of pieces that um, specifically reference Christianity. Yeah, and and yeah, specific aspects of Christianity. And I asked whether it had any kind of theological meaning, and she was absolutely disgusted by the <laughs> by the uh, by the implication. I can um, imagine Gabardina being disgusted. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I like her uh, picture on here. It looks she's got kind of a quite an intense glare, but also she's quite she's cheeky, kind of smiling. Cheeky in little a, smile yeah. there as well. Quite Russian. Um, quite yeah. Russian. <laughs> what's the what's the piece with accordion, um, cello, oh, and... in croce? Just in just accordion and cello. That's the one that I particularly mm. yeah. That and seven wo- last words from the cross. Oh, that's really good. Are the ones that I really know of hers. There's ten preludes for cello, which I think are really good. Maybe from a technical standpoint, they're more interesting than. Well, no, they they sound really good as well. Um, but um, for me, it's Gubadlina who goes through here. Because uh, this is the game that it is, which is me and you deciding. We can decide that we prefer horrible contemporary music <laughs> to horrible jazz. Uh, right, exciting times. What's next? We've got. Ennio Morricone. Ah, <laughs> nice. That was satisfying doing that whistle. Mm, it was worked well. There's a bit of tongue action in there. <laughs> That's a disgusting sentence. Sorry. Um, oh, Jan Sibelius. Oh, so good. It's so good, that um, theme. Sibelius, yes, the symphonist, takes yeah. it from Mr TV and film here. <laughs> I've just noticed Ennio Morricone. Ennio Morricone in that picture looks like my stepdad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he really uh, does. Ian. Ian, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say he does. Your stepdad, he doesn't look like my driving instructor, but your stepdad looks like my driving instructor. The other, the other one. Yeah. Really? Martin. I've like got him. a lot of driving instructor stories. We'll tell <laughs> okay. them off pod. Yeah, yeah, good idea. So we've got Hildegard. You come here for the music content. You don't come here for the chat about driving instructors. I promise you it's a good story, though. <laughs> Hildegard von Bingen. Hildegard von Glorious. Oh, George Frederick Handel. Hallelujah. <laughs> What's going on with his eye? I found a picture of Handel that was not a picture of him looking very portly and with a very big wig on. Wow! It was such a surprise. Actually, I took a, it was such a surprise that I took a photo of it. I want to see and, it. Um, oh, I haven't got my phone. Never mind. I'll show it to you another game. I look forward to it's called the it. Chandos uh, portrait. Okay, is that where Chandos get the label name from? Uh, with Chandos. Greek. He wrote some Chandos anthems. I think maybe uh, Chandos is a aristocratic family or something okay. like that. I think Handel goes through here. I think I think Handel does take it from Hildegard. Hildegard's got a lot to commend her, but Handel probably wins here. Yeah, Handel is Handel's Handel. Handel is Handel. Handel He's is on the Handel door. does. Okay, here we go. Mm. Ooh, 
Aaron Copeland. Mm. What are we going to pick for his thing? I always called him Aaron Copeland. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I don't know why. No, that's what people always say. Maybe because that's how he said it. But Mm. um, In the 20th century Americana category, which I just want to say... I love the colour scheme for this category. Oh, thank you. So uh, it's got, got kind of a, a kind of a rich red on top of the sky blue, which I think works for 20th century Americana really nicely. That's a very nice compliment. Versus Olivia Messier. Now I think Messier's going through. Uh, yes, I think so. For yeah. once, he's yeah. going through because I, I, I mean, Copeland for me is a slightly weak card. What, let's let's do it. Well, what we're going to have as a theme? Five Copeland pieces. Well, there's the Appalachian Symphony. Appalachian oh. Spring, yeah, yeah, that's actually... In both versions. Good. I really yeah. like the chamber version. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, we might use that one. Yeah, um, that's his most famous. There's some songs that I... Yeah, I put some of them on the radio. Twelve Poems of Emily Dickinson. Yes, when yeah. I was doing the Dickinson thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they're not very well known. Uh, Quiet City is his boring piece for trumpet and chamber orchestra. I don't know that. Um, yeah, well, exactly. Um, I think he wrote a piece called Letters from Home, which is very lovely. It's quite a nice name. Rodeo is his uh, thing. Four scenes from Rodeo. Yeah, I've uh, heard of that. Um, Can't so think of like it. The Saturday yeah. night one. It's like... <laughs> yeah, no, you're not quite... Not different kind of Saturday night. Um... And fanfare for the common man. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've got five. There we are. We well, and that probably should be the... That's his most known. Yeah, 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 Sorry. we'll do that. And you'll already have heard it, because yeah. it would have played <laughs> when it went out. So but Messi Art goes through. Quartet for the End of Time, for me, is doing a lot of Messi Art. Oh, yeah, of course. This thing. I forgot but that also the Van Regard and the organ piece, which is... Um, mm, you've already upset me with what I an organ oh, piece. Oh, no, it's really good. I think it's mm. the kind of thing that you could get into, because it's mm. absolutely amazing. Oh, right, okay. Well, yeah. that does sound good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh... Alice Coltrane. Alice Coltrane. Okay, versus. Julia Perry. Julia Perry, right. So um, we've got a jazz harpist versus a symphonist who we've never heard any of the symphonies. Mm. Um, we did do our listing, we did our homework. I didn't know um, some of her backstory, which was interesting. She studied with Luigi Della Piccola. I went to see his opera, Il Prigioniero, which means The Prisoner, and it was absolutely incredible. Um, Anyway, she studied with Della Piccola, also with Nadia Boulanger, yes, yeah. which was interesting. And she, you know, yeah, she won the Boulanger Prize twice, which is yeah, very cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how do we decide this? Because we don't know very much of either of their music. Yeah, I've heard very, like, seconds worth of Alice Coltrane, so I enjoyed the piece we listened to of Julia Perry. Um, knowing a bit more of backstory is interesting. First uh, African American woman to be programmed by the New York Phil. Um, yeah, the third yeah, woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, exactly. Um, I don't know as much about Alice Coltrane, so for yeah, me, you can't really Perry. use that as an argument against Alice Coltrane <laughs> no, because no. she's never going to have her music. Well, but this no, is in, in like yeah. in context. I, I think we'll go with Julia Perry today. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to hearing. Seeing as you know, we're we're basically like classical music is what makes us tick. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Here's Dorothy.
Dorothy Ashby, the, the other uh, jazz. jazz harpist. Yes. Two out of four other jazz people are harpists. I don't know why. Well, Margie can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Versus William Bird. I think William Bird is absolutely fantastic. And he has had a very tough run in the last two games. Yeah, he has actually. Been... So he's going through. What can I tell you about William Bird? I um there's a so I'm doing this feature where I have to put sixty pieces by William Bird on the radio, one one uh, one each weekday for twelve weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, number one is the um, Mass for Four Voices, yep. the, the Creed. Then the second one is a is a great, what I think is a brilliant named uh, song for today's day and age, and that kind of really hits the zeit, the zeitgeist, which is um, it's called Content is Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Stuart Lee show. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, exactly. What, he, Con- was content, content provider. provider yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> content, content is rich. Is rich. Actually, it's. Content is Ah, uh, right, yeah, of course. That makes um, more sense. Which is a song about, basically, how good it is to be happy, but no-one's actually happy, so... He sounds like But it's also quite zeitgeisty. Yeah, that is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's been reading anyway. self-help books from the early 2000s. <laughs> bird goes through. Bird in the early birds. And finally... Sergei Prokofiev... Versus... One of Keegan's Keenons. Bella Bartok. So this Bella is exciting. Bartok. Yeah, what so are another we new player to the game. Bella Bartok, we need to think Ooh, about that. Me, um, you're, small. You're in charge. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, <laughs> I could choose a really hard bit of one of the quartets. <laughs> I'm going to probably err on the side against which you're erring. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go for Prokofiev because I, I think it's a very interesting uh, face off. It is. Because they're both. Um, they both write music that 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 can be spiky, can't it? Mm-hmm. it can be spiky. That that Prokofiev piano music, um, the the string quartets, as you say, it's a tough one because so Prokofiev, what's he got? Um, what what are his kind of headline pieces? So Peter and the Wolf and um, well Romeo and Juliet, but no one knows Romeo the opera, and Juliet. The ballet. Um, so he's got six symphonies. That's four too many. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. They're very good. They're really good. I don't know. I couldn't sing you any. Well, there was one on this evening at half six. Oh yeah, uh, the, the LSO half six fix. A great concert series. Uh, yeah, but great name uh, for a concert series. I couldn't go. It is a good name for a concert. Whereas Bartok, what's he got? Well, um, small orchestra in Celeste. Yeah, um, uh, concerto for orchestra. Yes, great violin piece. concerto. Prokofiev's two violin, two violin concertos are really, really amazing as well. I mean, I, I didn't think difficult. I was going to have to really argue difficult. too much here, but when you, if you take Bartok out of the 20th century, it just leaves such a specific hole. Mm, yeah, I don't know okay. what fills it. Yeah, now, yeah. Prokofiev has that too, but I just really like... I just really like Bartok. <laughs> I think but I think you've made a compelling argument, and I think we're going to put Bartok through yes, today. I've yeah, done, I've yeah. written it. <laughs> yeah, last, yeah, yesterday, yeah, yeah. the well, hill I died you, on. You do, you do have... 
you you are allowed a say in this game. <laughs> you know, that's kind of the point. <laughs> Great. Oh, all right then. Cool. That's, that's the end, guys. So the well, that's the end of round one. Yes. So let's uh let's do who we go through who goes through. So Schubert. William Bird, Vidaldi, George Frederick Handel, Alex Five, Olivia Messia, Ben Bernstein, Jean Sibelius, Julie Perry, Sophia Gubadulina, Bella Barsock, Anthony Water. <laughs> oh yeah, you done. Yeah, okay, Caritan, Gustav Mala. Joseph Hayden, that's it. So, you know, we don't have Bach, we don't have Beethoven, oh, yeah. we don't have Mozart. Yeah, of course. So this is a good... This and is did Handel go out? Play... No, 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 no. This is a good way of playing this game, It man. is exciting. It's it is very exciting. exciting. Um, should I shuffle these and you get us a glass of wine? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. No, no, it's fine. That's a good idea. I um, enjoyed that. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, bear with me. This is going to be edited out. I'm just going to blow my nose. <laughs> We hope you're enjoying Quartet for Two, the podcast. Just a quick reminder that you can buy Margit van der Zwan's brilliant card game Quartet by clicking in the link in the episode description. Back to the game. A little bit of snot on the cards now. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, what's exciting about the start of round two is that we have a die or buy, and I don't have a coin. I've got coins. Dave's got coins. Old school. Yeah. Oh, nice pound coin. Right, so what do we got? Why so do we got? Tails is a die. Uh, heads is a buy. Okay, ready. It's a buy. It's a buy. Right, okay. Heads. So let's so see who has through? gone through without having to do any work. It's Bella Bartok. Bella Bartok. Nice job. Rest up. Get ready for the next round. Good work, Bella. That's lovely. Into round three. Right. Uh, Home advantage. No, home disadvantage. <laughs> So it's William Bird. William Bird versus Heritage. Mm. Okay, so we've got a bit of a choral thing going on. Um, I want to send William Bird. Through. Yeah, I'm not going to put up a fight for Heritage no, this time. No. I, 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 I think William Bird deserves some love. Yeah, there's there's other times that I've fought on Heritage, but I think I think that's fair enough. You're down. Julia Perry. Julia Perry plays. <laughs> Sophia Goodbye Delina. Ah, well, this is um, yeah. Well, I I think we 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 have a soft spot for Sophia Goodbye Delina. Yeah, I really like. Um, and we do know her music a bit. Yeah. Um, and I feel like yeah, that one's one for one for Sophia. Yeah, great news, right? It's Jan Sibelius versus Lenny Bernstein. What's that going to be? Uh, is it can, can that be can, Candide? Mm. Oh no, it'd be really fun to have. Yeah, 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 uh, that, that is so fun. Um, but Jean See, Sibelius Bernstein's goes got through. some really fun music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He is. It's a shame I don't like any of it. Your go. My dad. Vorja. Old Big Tash. Versus... 
Marla. Oh, now we've had this before. Yeah. Have we had this before? No, we haven't. This is difficult again. You're going to get all Marla on me again, aren't you? Well, I reminded myself. So this is the capricious nature of the game, man. I reminded myself earlier that I used to drive around in a van blaring, <laughs> blaring Vorjak out. And yeah, I've got such so a nice funny. memory of that yeah, at the minute that so I won't mind if you want to put Vorjak through. Well, no, but this is where it gets interesting because, OK, Vorjak, how many symphonies? No, eight. Nine. nine. Yeah, nine. <laughs> how many symphonies can you um, sing a bit of? Um, definitely eight, obviously. Nine. Nine is, is from the new world, yeah. What's yeah. wrong with me? Yeah. Um, so I don't well, know. I don't know of any of the top of my anything apart from the new world. I think I know seven a bit, but six, seven, and eight are absolutely fantastic. You know, real kind of getting a program with like Mozart piano concerto. Mm-hmm. This you start off with. I don't know John Adams short riding a fast machine. Ooh, Mozart call. piano concerto, and then Dvorak eight or Dvorak seven. Or That's Dvorak a great concert. Eight. It's a really great concert with Mahler. I know a bit. I know more, like from because yeah. I you can forget about one. No, to but five. there's also the um, concerto of Vorjak. So there's the cello yeah. and the piano concerto, both yeah. really good. Yeah, the cello concerto is one of the most. It's amazing. Wonderful pieces ever written. There's also the chamber music. Yeah. So the quartets, the quintets. That's um, all. I'm not going to ask for that on the playlist, but I'm going to find. Some more yeah, but but um, but there's 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 violin music. Uh, it's quite a lot of song, but yeah, obviously um, um, Mahler did a lot of song mm. too. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking, you know, Mahler one is uh, Frere Jacques, <laughs> Frere Mahler two, um, <laughs> oh, shit, the trumpets fucked it up again. Um, yeah, actually, Marla three. Don't know Marla three. Marla four is the one with the soprano soloist in the last movement, which you would absolutely love. <laughs> Obviously five. five. <laughs> Great Marla six. You know, with the big hammer smash. Yeah. There's loads of good Marla Instagram seven, fails about that. Marla eight, seven, Marla seven, eight, nine. I don't know. They just get too big. Oh, that, I kind of resent that. <laughs> but lead for uh, Edda. There's going to be low. Yeah, I love that piece. I feel like we're riding the Vorjak wave here tonight, man. I want to get you, do it, get do you it. while the iron's hot. Do it. Vorjak's going through. Oh my god. Yeah. That's good. Not he deserves it. He deserves it. He's not. Yeah. He's not a. He's not a game changer like Mahler is, but he. he does and he's not as popular in like. I mean, maybe in musician circles, but yeah. in everyone else circles, he's well popular mm. and he's really good. Great. Nice piano music too. Really nice piano music. I don't think I know any, do I? No, it's really, really lovely. Really lovely. Yeah. As you'd expect, all of his music yeah, is yeah, really, it is really... It's a lovely mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can talk... We'll talk more about it for Jack. <laughs> Papa Haydn is out. Ooh, oh, we've got a wigs face off. This is this a great is round. really intense. <laughs> we've got Handel facing Haydn in... The second round, and the other two wigs are not even in the pack. So now then, I think I'm going to might have a fight here, but I think it's Hayden. You can never find him. Yeah, you can never find him, and he's <laughs> always on a Hayden to nothing. Um, but then you know, can he handle the pace? 
<laughs> can he handle the truth? Um, <laughs> I don't think I can handle the dad jokes. Oh, good one. Uh, um, uh, okay. See, yeah, I, I, we we have a lot of um, Haydn just sort of just automatically goes through whatever we whatever we do. We kind of think of them. So what I'm thinking about Han, Haydn mm-hmm. is string quartets. Yes, the main boy. thing upon which my respect for him really rests because he laid the foundations There's a great thing that John Picard says about this, which is that he can't think of any other form where the same composer invented the form and perfected the form. (laughs) It's a nice, you know, he's good at those kind of quips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's also, like, all of those piano sonatas which help form the bedrock of, like, harmony. Yeah, it was really interesting hearing Christian Bezidenhout talking about (laughs) the... Talking about the piano sonatas of Haydn, how they're quite—they're quite kind of. Um, so he didn't perfect that form. So they're quite—they—they—they're uh, not as um, compared with Mozart's. They're not—they're uh, nowhere near as perfect. They're more kind of more kind of fragmentary, and it was really interesting. I'd never thought about it that way. Um, but anyway. Um, Handel obviously oratorio is is mm. his uh, is his big form, and let's be honest, the oratorio is not a, a form that I think I like as much as the string quartet. Yeah, well, I I, I agree. It's it is a difficult one. I came in quite hot and heavy for Haydn, but actually that you know we've talked a lot about Handel's kind of breadth. Of... Yeah, yeah, we have on previous editions mm. of the podcast, and um, oh, hello, Sorry. <laughs> um, hey, Rach, Handel or Haydn? Handel. Interesting, oh, interesting, damn. interesting. He goes through then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> thanks. That's it. Thanks. Thank you. You solved a tricky one there. <laughs> That's good. Well done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, Short shrift. Yeah. Vivaldi versus. Schubert. Schubert. Oh my goodness me. Well, this is going to cause Dave a lot of issues. Oh my goodness me. These are two of his faves. Um, I can go off a more gut reaction. Well, I really like Vivaldi, but I mean, my instinct was Schubert, but. God, yeah, do yeah, your thing with yeah, Vivaldi. Do your yeah. thing where you tell me why Vivaldi is the best thing in the world. Well, I, his music is just amazing to listen to. That's a good. Um, that's a good reason. But so is Schubert, and Schubert really kind of um, he does something harmonically. I, I, I'm really into harmony, and Schubert's harmony is just like the kind of. He he does all the tricks that you learn in like third <laughs> yeah, year yeah. harmony classes, and just so. God, I struggle with those classes. Ease, so with such ease and such such expressive, just everything at the service of 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 expression, and um, which is not to say that Vivaldi doesn't do exactly the same thing, but I think. I think I'm happy to go with your instinct on this. I'm going to say Schubert. Do it. He goes through. Yeah. Vivaldi's normally 
does better. Than yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but he's not normally up against a a, a guy like Schubert. Um, and the last cards in this round. Ethel Smythe versus Olivia Messiaen. I'm going to give it to Messiaen. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's take okay. Messiaen through. I don't think he's ever got through to this advanced. That's no, that's true, actually. Um, yeah, that shows so, when you take out some of the real big hitters, people get through. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Um, Handel, Vegas, Messiaen, Kubalina, Kubalina, Dvorak, Schubert. William Bird and Bartok. Bye bye bye. That's a good round. Great round. This is getting, you know, I think, uh, I, I think Handel might win this. You know, good he's one, the William. only wig remaining. He yeah. beat Hayden. I don't he see. He beat Hayden. Just, just. I'm, I'm doing some... fine. I think, I think it's fine for him to be beating Hayden, and we're mm. not just like putting all that on my wife. No, no. It was a tough. It, it, it's a really tough one. Yeah. So there's a start of round three. Uh, home advantage. Schubert. Schubert plays Bella Bartok. Schubert takes it. Schubert takes it. Dies on his behind. Uh, Olivier Messiaen. Sibelius has it. Sibelius has it with unanimous decision there yeah. from both of us. Vorjak. Vorjak versus. Plane. We are. We're going all. We're going all 19th century here, aren't we? Bloody hell! Yeah, we had a Brock week, and this yeah, is yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Very and romantic. last, it, but not least, Ooh. goodbye, Delina. Loses to handle. Okay, so we've got our last four then. Yeah, which is handle for Jacques. Sibelius and Schubert. Great, oh, great I like stuff. Where this is heading? It's an you exciting set. This. You know you are. I think. I think we might have a clear, a clear winner. There's out a favourite. Let's yeah, let's put it that way. Is. There definitely is. Okay, last round. Home disadvantage. Why have I only got three cards? You've got four. Oh God, what is wrong with me? Very weird. Home advantage. Home disadvantage. It is Sibelius out Sibelius first. plays. Schubert. Oh, I mean, I prefer Sibelius, but Schubert. You probably prefer wins. Sibelius? Wow. I love Sibelius. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. But I mean, Schubert. I love Schubert. Schubert String goes quartets, songs. There's so much. Symphonies. I don't know any of the symphonies, but they're really good. Oh, piano sonatas, and they are really—they're—they're they're good. I mean, I don't mean piano sonatas are not a genre I particularly like. Sibelius, what did he do? Symphonies, um, like ballet yeah. stuff, and tone poems. Tone poems yeah. And um, did he write a string quartet? He wrote Andante Festivo, which is a string quartet piece. There's, there's some songs as well, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's songs, um, but, but Schubert kicks Schubert. his ass on yeah, songs. Schubert. Um, yeah, Schubert wins. <laughs> 
So Handel versus... Handel goes through. Yeah. Okay, so we know... So we lost our symphonists. So third place, fourth place playoff. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Fourth place playoff. Oh, now this is a tricky one too. So who comes third, who comes fourth between Sibelius and I'm Vorzak. going with Depth of Rep. Depth of Rep. Yeah, all right, Vorzak. Yeah, Vorzak yeah. third. And I'm happy with Sibelius fourth. That's a yeah, great yeah, position yeah, for Sibelius. Yeah, yeah, That's really yeah, exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. And then... We've got Handel versus Schubert for the top spots. And it's Handel. Dare, you can't... You've given me so many reasons to say Handel over the last okay, couple of weeks. Okay, yeah, no, if that's what you think. Yeah, if that's what you think. I thought I thought Schubert was going to win this one. Schubert has won before, you know. Has he? I've just, I've got it ringing in my ears, like four or five diatribes about why Handel is one of the most important humans to have ever existed. Well, give I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I feel like his music is more personal. I prefer it. But subjectivity in music sort of began with Beethoven and Schubert. Beethoven in a kind of (laughs) struggle-y way and Schubert in a much more introverted way. Um, This is an angle I didn't expect you to take and I like it a lot. I'm I'm not arguing for him versus Handel. No, but you're describing the affect of his music, which is not why. Yeah, but also the kind of... um, The reasoning behind why I say it is more personal, because it it is more personal. Mm. You can't be expecting a Baroque composer Mm -hmm. to be... You're not getting into the soul of the Baroque composer, because that wasn't... Although Monteverdi managed it, but in a different way. Yeah, but you don't... I don't think you feel like you know who Monteverdi was, unless you thought that he really was... Weeping every, every, uh, you know, oh, weeping song. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> Ame. Um, okay, let's go handle. Oh, no, you just, you just did a great job with Schubert. No, but I, I, I just, I just described one aspect of his, of but, what I love about his music. It goes deep, Schubert's music, in yeah. your soul, I think. Yeah. In a way that Handel's music so, does, in a, if different... we remember the bits that do. Because what we what we have a tend to is kind of we remember some of the more superficial stuff like yeah. the water music or yeah. um, you know fireworks or uh, and, and they're not, it's, not, the it's not superficial it's not superficial no. it's just not as kind of profoundly in, intrinsically personally subjectively affecting. Mm-hmm. As, um, but, I mean, then, but, but then, but then the know, arias of, from well, that's what I was going to say. The end of Theodora, yeah, the streams of pleasure aria, yeah, um, is one of the just one of my favourite bits of music that exist, yeah. and it's because it transcends that that slight baroque detachment from almost the direct listening experience. That kind of uh, reaches into you know the the, 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 romantic the, the thing, fact, the, yeah, the fact that a lot of baroque music was functional. It was. Mm. Fulfilling a specific role within society—that was what they were commissioned. That's why there's so many, so much different music that was written for rich people to have in the background yeah. whilst they, you know, whatever. Know. It's interesting that opera always transcends that. So if you go back, like Purcell down and through to Handel operas, yeah. they mm. are much more. Well, they're part of the than... spectacle, though, aren't they? That mm. opera's always been a spectacle. Look, I think we have to put Schubert through because otherwise. 
it's basically impossible to be a wick. <laughs> <laughs> and you've made such a great case in a way that I didn't expect that I want that to, want I that love, to work. I love Schubert. I like, I like the picture that you've got there. <laughs> it's a good picture. Um, I feel very moved by Schubert. Yeah. Uh, both, you know, his personality as well as his... Um, I feel uh, very moved by you. Oh, thanks very much. And we found a winner. You? A bong bong winner. Winner bong on the winner. Yes. So, so, first place. Schubert. Second place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Handel. Third place. Wojciech, fourth place. Sibelius. Lovely, look at that. What a lovely... If you only had four composers to listen to, you've got quite a nice little range. That's there. lovely, isn't it? Good, good game. Very good. Game. good. Really great. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Quartet for Two, the game where two musical geeks are musically geeky. <laughs> With David Fay And Arthur Keegan. Players. Night, night. <laughs> well, thanks very much for listening and making it through to the end of the podcast. Good effort. Do remember that you can buy Margit van der Zwan's brilliant card game quartet by clicking the link in the episode description. And also, if you're so inclined, please do like and subscribe this podcast. Thank you.